0: Oh, I forgot. I said that. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember now because it's the beginning of the episode.
1: (laughs) Because it's the thing everybody hears first.
0: Precisely. (laughs) All right, let's do this. Okay. Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Guthrie Straw, And
1: I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia.
0: We are the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way.
1: Covering bicycling, trains, transit, adventures, and life hacks. And today, let's call it bike potpourri. It's like that that uh, category on Jeopardy where it's like potpourri and it kind of means a- anything or whatever. It's a collection. Potpourri. Yeah.
0: When I think of the word potpourri, I think of like that flower stuff that you smell in a bathroom. Oh, yeah. I think that's, that's exactly that's, that's
1: well I mean, that is
0: what it is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay. also a category on Jeopardy. Oh, good. Well, let's go with that. Yeah. Like potpourri. Um, yes, we're, we're, we're taking that word and we're putting our own <laughs> meaning behind it.
1: <laughs> because today in the stu- studio, we have somebody who's probably done it all in the realm of bike stuff here in Portland. He's like, Yeah, yeah, I think a I have. A little know. bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've been around. I yeah, mean, a couple things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've, you've done some things here and there. Uh, we have Logan in the studio. Logan, tell everybody what you are what you do who you are
2: hey yeah uh, so yeah i'm logan vickery i've only been in portland for almost three years and i've started and now you own the place far from it <laughs> <laughs> i think it owns me <laughs> um yeah i started biking when i got here and it's totally like saved me in a couple ways so to speak not like, not like i don't mean that too deeply but this is a lot of things that really gives back to me right that i was missing before let's say yeah. And yeah, I uh, make websites for a living, uh, I ride bikes a lot, and sometimes I like to watch movies when I have time. Yeah.
1: And we will focus on one of those things today. <laughs>
0: but I won't
2: tell you which one. We'll leave it. It's the a mystery. I'm just oh, thinking. it's
0: the movies? Yeah. <laughs> movie up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming in today, We could Logan. totally
1: like, make an, a movie nerd out episode, probably. Yeah. But not tonight. Oh. Um. In the meantime, Logan, we ran into each other. I mean, we've we've known each other for a little while, right? We've yeah. run into each
2: other several yeah. times, yeah. In several yeah. places. Yeah, but
1: most most recently mm-hmm. at a gas station in <laughs> Chamult. <laughs> this sounds awful. <laughs> I'm going with it. <laughs> you know, this is just a a, a seedy little truck stop in Chamult. <laughs> That's
2: right. It was a TA, wasn't it?
1: Was it? I thought it was a pilot. Oh, okay. no, pilot. wait, which, what was it? We're both looking at Guthrie as if he knows, mm. but you do know cause you were there.
0: Brain says pilot. Brain also says might've been something entirely different. It was a truck stop. It was a truck stop. It was yeah. a truck stop.
1: Mm-hmm. And, yes. Yeah. Anyways, it, the reason why we ran into each other is cause we, we were all sort of fueling up there after a ride. We all did. Right, we're just gonna like let that hang. (laughs) Nobody wants to chime in. Oh, you're building like suspense
2: there. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that's when like that's I was expecting.
1: Oh, yeah, I was expecting somebody to be like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, (laughs) that (laughs) was the ride. Yeah, it was Crater Lake. It was it was the Crater Lake ride the rim. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty swell. Yeah. You came with a whole crew of people though. You were riding like nine or 12
2: deep. I did. Uh, yeah. I think we have one of the biggest crews that does ride the rim. I could be wrong, but I don't really see a lot of, you know, big groups out there. We were 18 this year actually. Wow. Yeah. yeah Wait, so is
1: this something you, you like put together every year or get well, with people to do every
2: year? The second one. Okay. It was 12 last year. So yeah. Um, I, it's just a, Bunch of random people who you know happen to ride bikes. Uh-huh. Imagine that. Who I, I can the, imagine. Some that, of actually. us met over the summer, and uh, we just said, "Hey, I'm doing this," and everybody kind of jumped on board because it sounds awesome. Yeah, it was it was very strange because typically when you try to, to plan a group outing, as I'm sure you're aware, like a bike packing trip or something that requires leaving the city and dedicating days, it becomes very hard to get commitment. Oh yeah, and you'll even get well, people who. Do commit, but then don't uh-huh. back out. Mm-hmm. this Bay was Portland the opposite. I was going to say, exactly.
1: this, is, this is a very West Coast phenomenon, in my opinion. <laughs> Same, yeah. <laughs> but they,
2: uh, they, this was backwards, or at least it was last year, because no one really threw in their hat or jumped up and down about it. And then I feel like a couple of days before it happened, everyone just decided to go.
1: Just was like, oh, wait, you're going? Let's do this.
2: This, yeah. They just thought it was like, you know, it's, it's really neat experience. It's uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: We, we went there. Um, I don't want to get in too much detail cause we, we got some recordings that yeah. will be going out about this. What happens
0: at Crater Lake stays at <laughs> Crater Lake.
1: Well, until we publish the episode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah. But we didn't we didn't get there till much later. Wait, Earlier, did you drive or did you? All, oh, did you all oh. bike down?
2: You guys think I'm like super? <laughs> no, well, of I, course we, I think you're super. We just drove down there. Down. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Have, yeah, we didn't have enough time for that. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. it was the Steens Mazama, it would be one thing, right? Sure. <laughs> it's a round. So <laughs> a thousand mile round trip, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely bike down there. Okay. <laughs> or, I mean, uh, drove. Drove <laughs> down there. Yeah, yeah, I got what you mean.
1: There, I was toying at one point when we were planning. I was toying with the idea of actually taking a train down to, like, Klamath or somewhere.
2: That would be nice. Yeah. It's just hard to uh, do that after work on a Friday. I think next year All I'll right. have to take off a oh, day. Oh,
1: so you, you put in a day's work on Friday as well? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Several okay. of us
2: didn't get there until after darks at the campsite. So, okay. Yeah.
1: Did you... Did you go up on the rim while it was dark?
2: <laughs> Ooh. Is that was a serious s- question. It stays at Crater Lake. Oh, it is open, right? It's legal to do that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's totally open. Oh, yeah, I didn't do that. No. No. That was th- that's the biggest mistake of my life. I have to go back. Yep. Now you got to go back. Wow. Darn.
1: <laughs> well, what are you doing in two days? <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> yeah, that's. It wasn't necessarily by design. Well, we would have got there after dark regardless. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: We got there after p.m. and into a- the a.m. Into a.m.? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we had a little bit of a late start from Portland. Yeah. But we shouldn't get you, too much into it.
1: No. <laughs> I, mean, I we, mean, we can get a little can, bit into we it. We can say this, because I don't think we got this recorded, plus it's it's more visual anyway, mm. is that we got, so we got there at 2 a.m., 1.30, 2 o'clock. Something like that. And then you had the brilliant idea to stop and pull over when we were on the rim.
0: Yeah, I just can never pass up a look at cr- like, Crater Lake in general. I almost pulled over on the way out, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I, I wouldn't have blamed you. I'm just, you know, it, the, the, the type of person who's like, oh, if I'm going to go to a country, I'm going to try to spend a month there. It's right. the same type of person that's like, if I'm going to drive to Crater Lake, the first time I see the lake... Body of water. I'm gonna stop. Yeah, uh which was pretty easy at 2
2: a.m. because <laughs> there, really... there was no
1: one there. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah it was pretty amazing though. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and if I recall, Friday night was the Friday thirteenth, a full harvest moon. Yes. So at night, you guys must have had a really nice, super view. bright, yeah. Yeah. yeah, very bright, yeah, um, it was delicious.
0: And
1: the lake, it was just like a sheet of glass. Mm-hmm. You could see everything.
0: Super warm too. Because we had come from Shimol, where we had met earlier. You mean or like later. It,
1: it was warm out? Like the yeah. lake itself wasn't I, warm because we found didn't go into the lake. Well, until the next day, you did.
0: Yeah. Which was also. Fun. I don't
1: know if we even got that on recording either.
0: <laughs> well, you, I think you you two were riding up ahead, and I wasn't going to jump in. <laughs> That's with the, the recorder. biggest
1: mistake. <laughs> is you gave me the recorder,
0: but you had the nice pouch up I did, in front I a, that was so easy the to access. Pouch.
1: Bromptons by the way, they do the rim all right.
2: Yeah they do. Yeah. yeah. I've never uh ridden a Brompton and I'm very I'm very curious to see how those climb.
1: Do yourself a favor, <laughs> rent one for a while.
0: Two R two plus? What is it? What was funny is uh Anna and Aaron were both riding the same bike with the same gearing and they had mm. this, like, code language between them. Yes. So every little while... What as gear we were in. Yep. And they'd be like... I, I, don't, I don't even remember. remember. But one would be like, 1R or 2C or... No, it's was plus or minus. Plus or minus. Yeah. Um, and I would be sitting yeah, here one being One plus. Like, hmm. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. <laughs> but, but they found it uh, informative. <laughs> uh, it was like a competition between them, in a sense. Yeah. But, like, a, a friendly competition.
1: Because you know exactly what each gear is. It's it's very different than, you know, say your general geared bike because, you know, I could be like, you know, I'm on the outside chain ring but third in the back or whatever. But the teeth or the gearing ratio mm-hmm. is gonna be totally individual yeah. unless you really do have exactly the same yeah. The gear setup. Well and but then... Bromptons totally are and then it's like labeled you got plus or minus on one side and then the one two three on another side mm. and so yeah we would shout out to each other like I'm in two plus now
2: nice and like,
1: <laughs> you know that's like you're cruising easy not easy but like your flat gear
2: mm-hmm. so you it know? sounds like you guys need to start a Brompton racing team
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I've toyed with the idea of like sort of a a, uh, a
2: Brompton punks club
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice They they don't still do the Brompton Challenge, do they?
1: The Brompton Urban Challenge, yeah, is all over the world. Oh, is it? Um, Okay. We did one by we. (laughs) I competed in one. Clever Cycles hosted it. Mm -hmm. Um, And as far as I know, there was only just the one here in Portland.
0: Okay. Gotcha. And that was two years ago, three years ago? Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of.
1: By the way, you ever looking to try out a Brompton, feel free to... Give me a ring.
2: Yeah, if I know or, someone, I'll, or you I'll can ride one
1: over at Clever Cycles. Ooh, nice. So if you're taking a trip and you want to be like, Aaron's, Aaron's is pretty ah, slick need- though. Oh.
0: Okay. If, if you're going to take the phone a friend option, Aaron's is a fun, prompt <laughs> ride. Oh
1: no, well let me clarify. Give me a call and I'll make sure Anna's not home and you can ride hers. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, okay.
0: I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Anna never listens to these. That's right. She
1: doesn't listen to these <laughs> things. Oop. That couch is well. It's not very comfortable, <laughs> actually.
0: <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. Anyhow, what so that's you?
1: that's our big our big outing.
0: That was, and there will be more to come. Uh, we did get some recordings on the rim, talked w- talked with some folks, and ran into some Portlandites as yeah. well. And uh, speaking
1: of clever cycles, Eva was there.
0: Yeah, know, ran into her. Indeed. Uh, so we'll be uh, collecting a sort of mini series of interviews over the next couple of weeks with those who we met along the way and we'll be combining those into their own episode for you our listeners forthcoming Woo. yeah so keep tuned um yeah getting away from crater lake a little bit back in portland town what have you been up to this week Aaron?
1: in portland town portland well, town we
0: where a smile turns to a oh, wait that's not the right lakes. <laughs>
1: In Portland Town, where smile turns to a frown, oh, no, that's not true at all. <laughs> that's not true.
0: <laughs> and then it turns upside down. And where your here, you go
1: in Portland Town, where your frown turns upside down. Yeah, yeah. There we there go. You go. All right. Portland uh, Tourist Bureau, give us a call.
2: Yeah. See Go right to the mirror. <laughs> uh, so I've seen Portlandia. I know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
1: Um. That's played by Kyle MacLachlan, isn't it? On Portlandia,
0: or was? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was played by Sam Adams.
1: No, Sam Adams played the assistant oh, to the to the mayor. Gotcha. On one. Yeah. See,
0: I need to go refresh my Portlandia.
1: That's all right.
0: Oh, I'll, next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to it later. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Back in Portland. Well, we left Crater Lake. It was nice and sunny, and we came back here. And guess what? It's a Classic Portland, classic, wow. yeah, totally it's, classic
0: West Side, yeah, as soon as we came down out of the pass, kaboom,
1: here come the rain again,
0: I liked it though it was is actually like what I was seeking in a drive home, even though I didn't know that when we had started our departure because yeah. on a rainy day like that, especially one of the first like really rainy days, I prefer nothing more than to just post up behind a big vehicle and be like sweet. I will go your speed except for an appropriate amount of distance behind you. Because, ah. uh, like, screw trying to pass people in that type of weather. Right, right? And there was any number of, like, yahoos that are totally game for that. But if I've just had, like, completely exhausting weekend, maybe got, like, six hours of sleep, I'm looking for consistency. <laughs> and uh, I really enjoyed that the rain allowed that to happen in uh, slowing the traffic down a little bit. yeah. So we had a good drive back <laughs> over. But, yeah, it pretty much rained the whole time. Um, I am going to segue into a story about the rain that we had last night because I got to do one of my favorite rain activities, which is called Clean the Gutters. Uh, <laughs>
1: That's your favorite rain activity?
0: It's one of them.
1: R- okay. Um, sure.
0: No, I kid you not. So I was biking to the <laughs> studio. <laughs> I was biking to the studio today, and there was a gutter on 7th and uh, Prescott that I couldn't get open last night.
1: Oh, you mean like rain gutters? Yeah. I was thinking like... Uh, like the, the house, house gutters. Oh, yeah. Drains. Something. Storm drains. Yeah. Something like okay. that. Clean that's I cool. call it rain
0: gutters. Okay. My, no, that my I can get wheel. behind. Yeah. So I don't I got home uh was it last night, two nights ago, whenever that big rain was, and it, it was like just started coming down and the one on our corner started piling up, so like what do you do when you have rain boots is you go play in the rain. So oh. There was one I couldn't clear out, and I saw why because as as I was biking to the studio today, like the leaves I pull out usually it's just this like little pile of maybe like a foot and a half or so, sure, um maybe two feet in diameter. They must have had to send a city truck to this one because I was at it for at least like ten or so minutes, and I was just like I eventually just had to walk away. There was probably a like mulch slash leaf pile the size of this table that they had really? pulled out of that one. So, Whoa. I didn't I didn't feel so bad about that after I <laughs> <Yeah>. saw that <laughs> riding it. Someone
1: had to get like the uh the ShopVac Plus.
0: Somebody probably yeah, or whatever city truck they used to like really clean those suckers out. Um they, that I I couldn't have gotten that much crud out of that uh, storm drain. So, um yeah, I just I like the rain cuz it it provides like fun opportunity to like be active, but in a very like get things like fixed or done kind of way instead of just like, I don't know, running for running's sake or or biking for biking's (laughs) sake or something, something like that.
1: It uh, always struck me funny in this town that, you know, we stereotypically get a lot of rain that we haven't figured out drainage in the streets, Mm. but it hasn't dawned on me until like the last couple of years. It's this combination of it raining while all the leaves are falling
0: yep and the double whammy yeah
1: yeah yeah so it's like what else can you do
0: Mm -hmm. i did feel a bit conflicted this time because i did observe that vehicles and drivers were going more slowly and i was like oh well if i'm making (laughs) it easier to go fast am i like shit is this like really something I should be like, maybe I I should be throwing leaves into the storm drain (laughs) (laughs) so that people will go slower. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think what gets me over that line is pedestrian access to corners. It's it's nice not to get (laughs) super wet trying to cross Uh, the street.
2: That's nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nothing worse than a
2: big puddle right there in the,
0: or, you know, you're like walking and you have to like hoof it to the middle of the block, cross over, (laughs) middle it, and then like go back down for each block. Get that kind of fun stuff. But, um, yeah i had asked you how your week was and then i talked about mine that's okay uh do do you want to hear something else that happened this week
1: yes (laughs) good
0: choice um (laughs) there was the passage of the idaho stop i really thought about that oh oh Oh, shit yeah yes the stop loss celebration i so it's legal now (laughs) it's totally legal yeah yeah there was um that thing
1: that we've always done is now legal what? I mean, we we, didn't do we that would never it wasn't elite. It listeners. Wasn't elite. We would yeah. never
0: <laughs> disobey the law because
1: that would be wrong. the state
0: of Oregon in operating a vehicle that happens to be a bicycle and a stop sign. Uh yeah. So they had the the get together. I think it was. I don't know if it was like street trust sponsored sp- specifically, but um, there's like a biking to beers thing down at Lucky Lab, and headed down there yesterday and uh bjorn and i always know him as uh thomas because thomas is his last name but it's like thomas kuntz and uh that legal firm that does a lot of the bike related legislative they put out the the biking manual and the like oh, what yeah. to do when you get hit kind of mm-hmm. uh stuff but yeah there was kind of like a celebration down there and ran into emily guys who's the new oh, yeah. head of Bike cloud and um brian Hans from the bike index and a few other folks as well so got to celebrate that victory and um we're hoping hopefully to have uh bjorn who is the impetus for that uh legislative um, accomplishment to come into the show yeah uh, as well as emily to catch us up on some bike cloud stuff uh with the changing of the guard so yeah, that's amazing. That that was my bike week.
1: Yeah, I regret that I wasn't at that celebration.
0: I almost texted I had,
1: you. I had a prior <laughs> engagement, oh, okay. and so I I discounted it. But then that actually fell through. Mm. The prior engagement, by the way, was riding bikes and catching Pokemon. Ooh, which,
0: yeah, with um,
1: yeah, with our friend Jimmy yeah, yeah. who came down to Crater totally. Lake with us.
0: Well, so how late did that go? Because I had an appointment um, that I. Thought, well, it didn't go. Oh, okay.
1: Um. If I understood what he was trying to tell me, he was telling me at work, and so I have him talking to me in one ear, and then I've got the radio, the two-way radios Mm -hmm. of other drivers. And you yell at the two-way.
0: You're like, shut up, people. I'm trying to listen to Jimmy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We're talking about Pokemon. (laughs) That's
0: interesting. Uh, As, like, school buses full of children everywhere go, what? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Hey, Central, my bus is on fire. Shut up! I'm talking about Pokemon. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Yeah, Uh, you need a Squirtle for that. (laughs) Yeah. Dispatch. Pronto. We'll dispatch a Squirtle over there.
1: Um, (laughs) If I understood what he was trying to tell me was that uh, the organization that put on this this thing Mm. actually screwed up and got the days wrong.
0: Oh, okay. That's Um, too bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. But... I didn't think to go to this celebration until I was home. It's was all like, good. Oh yeah, I could have gone there.
0: I went more on a whim than anything. Um, I saw that Armando was showing up a bit late to it and I was running some errands around town and was like, well, I'm still on my bike.
2: So I will yeah. not buy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I want to say something about the Pokemon and biking thing. Yes. Um, I've not done that, but I have had someone ask me if they could post a pedal Pokemon ride. If they thought it would work out. (laughs) And I I was just like, well, uh, you know, try it. You know, do it. Yeah, why not? When you're making a pedal pwoozer ride, you shouldn't stop and be like, oh, is anyone going to show up to this? Like, who cares? You show up. Um, If one other person shows up, cool. If not, you just go ride bikes like you're going to, anyways. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's the spirit.
1: Um, So this was like in conjunction with Pokemon Go or whatever the new iteration of that is. And. Gosh, I wish Jimmy was here to actually explain it. But it was it was essentially like this event where you had to go with the Pokemon that you already had. By the way, I don't I don't Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. You he was mean, actually going to lend me... You don't me.
0: Pokemon? I don't. Oh, Pokemon? Yes. I don't know. I don't know what, the, don't know what the verb is either. <laughs> uh, or, yeah.
1: <laughs> he was actually going to lend me somebody else's like account nice. to, to use... I was mostly there for the biking and the wayfinding. Okay. But the way we were approaching it is, like, um, the organization would be like, you know, hey, you got this Pokemon over here, and you need, like, four more people to, like, do battle with this Pokemon to, like, mm-hmm. get it in your yeah. collection. got to get those raids. And we were like, well, if we were riding by bike, we could totally make it. That's what it is, a raid. Yes, thank you. I got your back. <laughs> um, we were like, if we do this by bike, we could totally make it to most of these places before cars because traffic mm-hmm. and so that was that was like our thing and I was like well I could totally weigh fine for you. Um but it didn't it didn't work out. Oh. But that's gonna be our secret like or not so secret weapon from here on out. Bicycles. Yep.
0: The secret, not so bike, secret. Bike weapon. to Pokemon. Bike emon. Bike to mon.
1: Pokebike. Yeah. So this person who says, should I do a Pokemon uh, ride, the answer is, yeah, there's definitely interest for
0: that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And it, I've, I assumed there'd be at least three other people, but
0: maybe there's 20. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, based on the number of people that play the game, I would have a hard time imagining that less than 10 or 15 people would show up. Right. Especially if it's one of the Pokemon related things on the Petalpalooza calendar.
1: I was going to do this one thing and I don't even do the Pokemon mm-hmm.
0: or or like oh I hate riding my bike but I love playing Pokemon Go. Oh, oh yeah. sweet. <laughs> There's a Pokemon Go bike ride? Yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. I could do that. Not. Yeah. That's my story. <laughs> well, let's <laughs>
1: let's talk a little bit about about Palooza even though <laughs> Hey,
2: that, it's never, that never that too early was, to be excited yeah, for Pedal <laughs> <Start laughs> never too early. <laughs> but
1: are you you're on the board with Shift now, right?
2: Uh, Shift2bikes.org. Yep. Yeah. Nice. We formed a board about this time last year. Um, it was run by a very small number of outstanding individuals who put in a lot of effort, and no, not surprisingly, we're getting a little run down by all no the, way. the work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they said, "Hey, uh, help us out," and a lot of people showed up, and which is great. Yeah, uh, it shows that a lot of people care about this. And we actually formed a board. I think it was to make it more organized. It was very, it, it was running very well because it was a, a smaller amount of people and they were all just had, you knew what to do. Right. But uh, it's now as soon as there's so many people, and we're trying to figure out what roles there are. We had, we created a, a board with uh, committees, you know, Ooh, like that.
1: what's yeah. your committee?
2: I'm in the social media committee, ah. Ooh. or excuse me, the communications committee. Because it all it includes social media and okay. stuff. Yeah.
1: <laughs> did you redesign the website?
2: No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, that's been going on for a while behind the scenes uh-huh. by the uh, calendar crew. Right on. Yeah. So, well, how did you, you? tell them good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and <laughs> I, so, I will tell them.
0: you you've you mentioned you've been in town for going on three years, roughly. Yeah. Um, I moved
2: here in December of. 2016 Mm -hmm. so yeah almost three
0: that's uh that's pretty neat that you were able to get involved in that way because shift just goes back like so long i think when i like think of my in my head like oh who who's like at shift i think of like oh probably some like person who's been in the bike scene for like 45 years or something (laughs) like that yeah Um, yeah how did you find out about shift and how did you get involved
2: oh geez um so I guess I could go ahead and tell a little bit of the spec story behind that too. Sure. Um, so I started riding bikes in Portland in February of 2017, and within a month, someone on Reddit told me to do the, the Thursday night ride. I posted photos of like one of my. It was my second time out, ever out in Portland, and I was and I went over the Tilikum Bridge, and it was at night, and it was like all lit up in the wintertime, yeah. and you know it was really nice. I'm like, oh, this is great posted some pics on a uh, bike related uh, subreddit and then someone was like you should go to Thursday night ride I'm like what is this Mm. and so eventually within a month I went to one and I started meeting people there and then somehow I heard about pedal palooza I don't remember how and then that summer I started going to rides and then this is actually my my third one that we just went through so Mm -hmm. yeah nice that's how I started. And I just, uh, I wanted to, you know, I, I got on the uh, shift list. <laughs> yeah. Which is a great list if you want to just be involved in this very, I don't know what the right word for it is, anarchic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or,
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, anarchic in the way that it's like, um, I don't want to say disorganized, but it's not Formal. hierarchical. Yeah. Right.
2: Non-hierarchical. Yeah. Uh, you join up, you, anyone can send an email to the list and... everyone receives them and that's how I heard about the uh, you know looking for people to be involved in Mm -hmm. shift Mm -hmm. and I'd always been wanting to help out with Pedalpalooza or bike rides of some form Mm -hmm. so I just kind of joined up nice
1: so how many rides have you led so far
2: led (laughs) I actually don't lead I haven't led an official well I did one this year
1: outside well within or 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 even outside of Pedalpalooza
2: um most of my rides are like smaller and not necessarily promoted on Facebook. Okay. But I have thrown a couple up on Shift that weren't, you know, pedal pools and stuff. And uh, I I kind of enjoy the, the small, uh, small group oh, yeah? ride because it's just a little bit more intimate. And uh, there's like a certain chaos that comes with very really large ones. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, True. And
2: mm-hmm. yeah, I, I beast. feel I feel like your experience is a little bit more intimate. When you have a somewhat smaller ride,
1: what would you say you, is your ideal size leading, and is that different than an ideal size participating? Oh,
2: man. Um, I've enjoyed rides. You know what? I would probably enjoy a uh, a large one as well. Just yeah. to put that out there, but um, leading. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little intimidating. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I've been like. Kind of poked around for like TNR and stuff like that before. I'm gonna so throw
1: your name on for the next bike prom. I guess I'll do it at <laughs> some point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll be fine. I know I can do it. Just, uh, just yeah.
0: you know, like start start easy with the pedal Palooza MMR or something like that. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, that's that would be that's not
1: huge,
4: right?
2: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um. Yeah. So cool. That's that's where we've been. We've been it we gone in uh, shift. By the way, if, if you are still new to biking and you want to be involved with shift, it doesn't you don't have to be like, you know, some experienced person from Wait, who's you been don't around for two thousand one. Yeah. Be
1: like, you know, a third generation Portland bike yeah. person.
2: You don't have to like know how to fix bikes or anything. You just, just have to enjoy it. didn't have to be writing. handed
1: down to you from your no. father's father right. or mother's mother.
2: As long as you're passionate and you want to do stuff, you know? Yeah.
1: I think that is pretty, it's a pretty good Testament to the, I don't know, openness and or welcoming of the Portland bike scene. And I know like there's varying opinions on that, but it's still like, I mean, you've been here for, you know, three years and now look at, now look at you, man. (laughs) 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 But yeah, like, you're You're taking an actual like part of of things as opposed to just sort of sitting back and watching it happen, yeah,
2: it feels good to to be involved mhm
0: One of the things you had uh mentioned before we started rolling was that there was a very stark difference between your relationship to cycling where you'd lived previously and coming into oh, Portland and I think yeah your involvement in shift is like one of those examples of of how that has changed um would you mind talking a little bit about what you meant by that and sort of what changed or 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 how you compare the two because you you mentioned you like uh putting out stats and that kind of stuff for for the different cities
2: yeah it's it's been a, a really neat um experience coming from a car city that is like a quintessential sprawl city. I think it's rated Atlanta. I think it's rated like second, or you know, depending on what metric you go by, it's it's up there. It's like one of the most really? sprawling cities in America. Wow,
1: yeah. I would think it'd be like you know L.A. or yes. maybe even Phoenix.
2: And L.A. actually does okay according to some of these statistics of oh, I've, wow. I've seen. They're actually as far as density. I think so. Yeah, interesting. Maybe there's. I think they're stuck in that valley. Okay. A little bit, so that might yeah. help. You know, <laughs> whereas in Georgia, you've just got forest land that you can tear down and put more cities <laughs> in. Yeah, There's plenty of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all relatively flat.
1: Sure, that that swamp was a national <laughs> forest, but you know, we'll just push that border a little bit further back. Yeah. You know?
2: um, no so, one misses swamp land. <laughs> no, except the alligators and yeah. the crocodiles
1: but stuff. you know now they got swimming pools <laughs>
2: <laughs> too true and sewers <laughs> sewers yeah
3: <laughs>
0: did you um so you used to be a runner
2: um uh, did you cycle in Atlanta much uh also at the time no so I didn't okay so I my, my experience with bikes thus far has been uh you know firstly when you're a teenager uh I grew up in the suburbs the, the suburbiest of suburbs um you know, very, very, burps. very white, lots of uh, new housing developments, lots of, um, you know, perfectly manicured yards and uh, cookie cutter homes. And everyone was sort of in this similar income bracket, all medium, uh, middle class to, and actually in our, in our area, we had a lot of like upper middle class and then some, some pretty well off people as well. And then not a lot of uh, lower class. There There is smatterings, but not much. Hmm. Um, and what were you asking again? Oh, <laughs> um, just your experience with cycling in Atlanta. Right. Or, or so that I, relation. So I grew up, you know, riding as a teenager. And one of the nice things about where I grew up was it, our neighborhood was backed up to a golf course. Which, and oh, yeah. So if I had friends in neighboring neighborhoods, I didn't have to walk miles to them I could just you just cut across the the golf mm -hmm, course cut through the golf course nice so that was a nice that was my first experience with it cycling um and then of course in the suburbs when you're 16 and you want a job you have to get a car because there's no other way to get to the job so your parents and of course I was from a middle class area where my parents could afford to buy me a car so as soon as I was sixteen, they just gave me a car. It wasn't it, you know it wasn't like a nice one, but it was a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then went to work, and that was uh, you know one of those days was the last day I ever rode my bike as a kid. Right, mm-hmm. and that then, transition, yeah. yeah. And then I tried in Atlanta briefly. Um, I think I I biked to from my apartment to college while I was at school in in, in Atlanta in the city. It was about four miles, but um, it was, this was about
1: what time frame?
2: Two thousand seven or eight. Okay, and it's only four miles, but it was hilly. Atlanta's actually pretty hilly. Really, not super hilly. Not, not maybe not quite Portland-ish. There are some. There are definitely some hills. Um, because it's in the foothills of the Appalachians.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: And um, I tried a couple times, but the the way that the city is laid out or or not laid out, so to speak. It, there's not a lot of grid. So a lot of times there's only one way to drive if you're going from one place to another. Maybe two, but, you know, the other way is way out of the way out, far away. Oh, okay, mm.
1: okay. I think that's a lot of, like, East Coast cities are like that. Yes. Um, and a lot of it is informed by the geography uh, or the geography,
2: topop- topography of well, the land. there's not a lot of topography not a lot of restrictions uh-huh. like we have here with mountains that you you can't just build through easily right. um but you can uh there's just the way that it was laid out it was like uh you know farmland or something yeah. and there was no grid it was just like this person's land and then like a cow trail maybe or something and a lot of the roads yeah. are named then- ferry because they they ferry over rivers there used oh, to be okay. ferries you had to cross so they just they were just kind of these weird, wacky... You know, it's like taking a wet spaghetti noodles and throwing them down. And like, oh, here's the map. There it is. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Hmm. I so, like that. No. I
2: so um, when I tried biking those four miles, there was a lot of hills, but also it was a one-way, five-lane road. Oh, no. You know, going <laughs> through the heart of the city. <laughs> yeah. And people driving 50 miles per hour. And you rode
1: your bike on this?
2: So I would wait for no traffic, right? Yeah. And then just get out in it and then go you know like down a hill or something and then you start going up a hill and look back and see a bunch of cars and just get on the sidewalk mm-hmm. you know because <laughs> they're not ready for this yeah 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 <laughs> yeah hmm. so i did that like 3 times and it just you know it Imagine didn't,
1: if it's enough to turn it, someone off
2: it, it it didn't quite work out for me and i was also very um um worried that my knee would not oh right would start cuz it did kind of tickle a little bit and i thought oh it's probably can't do this either so it was yeah so that was my second attempt at, at or second uh, biking experience experience sure. yeah interestingly enough though uh, in school I was also I, I was studying industrial design and we uh, which is product design and I had two different projects that revolved around the bike huh. so for some reason there's always been this like kind of subconscious pull right um, I just I don't know I felt good about it I designed a helmet, and I also designed a uh, bike-through restaurant. Sorry. I had to throw Oh, that. really? Yeah, that was, that was the idea was to do a restaurant that you couldn't drive to. Ooh, tell you us more. Have so, to, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Go. <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening, please do this. You have <laughs> to sell yeah. this design, man. Well, because I remember, yeah.
0: what was it, just recently, it was either Oregon or Portland passed a law that you could actually cycle through a drive-through. The drive-throughs. Yeah, 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 yeah but that had yeah. been a thing for ages. Um, yeah,
2: l- yeah. Uh, tell us more about this, <laughs> about this restaurant. Okay, okay. So that was the concept but we had to do also an actual product it wasn't because it wasn't a, an architecture or uh you know s- uh, urban planning project it had to be a there had to be a product so we ended up designing the um a a disposable cardboard uh mount f- for your fast food <laughs> oh like like a tray for your handlebars like or? yeah like like for your for your happy meal or whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is bizarre to think about, yeah. but it worked <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we had like a box that came out, and uh if you lift up the lid, you can put your sandwich or fries in there, and then when you close the lid, there's a round hole in it, so you can stick your drink in it. <laughs> that's awesome, <laughs> and it worked relatively well, yum yeah, it was it was fun, nice, you hear that, and so
1: you rode around with that on your we on did your some bike testing, for, yeah.
2: in the and on campus, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs>
1: you should shop that design around. See what mm-hmm. happens.
2: You know, now having you, you maybe we're just in the wrong venue. Ab- you know? Absolutely. I mean, now having experienced bike packing and you know loading up your bike with lots of stuff. Yeah, I think I'm a lot more uh, aware of like the potentials of a, a cardboard box on a bike now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the new realm of bike packing, yeah. cardboard. <laughs> okay throw away recycle, throw away your course. nylon ripstop uh zippered bags we yeah. got cardboard
2: it's low waste don't go out in the rain
1: it is low <laughs> rain yeah then then you have the uh the you, waterproof model
0: yeah, you go
2: the car- wax cardboard exactly caratus style that <laughs> mm, made from oregon beeswax you heard it here first yep
1: <laughs> patent pending <laughs>
4: oh
0: yeah that's awesome <laughs> i'm just sitting in awe actually uh <laughs> <laughs> nope still sitting <laughs> speaking of which while i'm sitting i'm drinking this wonderful beverage courtesy of the beer mongers on southeast 12th and division happen to be having a straight out of portland ipa from our friends over at migration brewing company and uh it is definitely a portland style ipa i'll put it that way um what do you have
2: logan I'm having a migration brewing, mo Ooh, yeah. So and it's like a it's hazy IPA hazy with IPA. Um, with also uh, mosaic out
1: of hops, maybe.
2: Is oh, that why uh, yeah. Would that would make sense. Yeah, that would require um, that's clever some reading to get that deep. Well, it's hard, <laughs> it's hard to read because
0: the can is pretty darn flashy. So a little bit, yeah.
1: It's uh, a. <laughs> I think the only breed of hops that I know the name of. Mosaic Mosaic hops, yes. (laughs)
0: It's all good if you're going to pick a hop. It
1: just so happens that it worked into the title of that beer. Nice.
0: Nice. What do you have in there, Aaron?
1: I got the Wildland Kombucha Blueberry Hibiscus, and I will confess that I was very skeptical because I know what hibiscus smells like, and I'm not exactly very fond of it. Mm. I, I'm not, f- this is weird, but I'm not super fond of flowers.
3: It's, it's right
0: like, there with sage. Smelling flowers. You're
2: like, nah, screw that shit. I'm not super into it either. I mean. I, I actually love hmm. sa- sage and um, uh, yeah, basil and roadside lavender and things like that. Basil, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll,
1: I'll like rub my hands in basil or rosemary. You go <laughs> yeah. buy a rosemary bush.
0: Ooh, yeah. It's oh, awesome. all, yeah. all about the fennel. Just, Oregon oh. fennel, just mm. like taking a walk. Yeah. Take yeah, some, good crush stuff. it up. Anyways, uh, so I lived in Hawaii
1: for a while, and there's hibiscus all over the place there, and it's not like that the island smelled like hibiscus all the time. But I I'm familiar with the smell, and I'm not super fond of it. Mm. But, this
2: reminds me of um, an incident I had with a friend that many you, you probably know, Shelley. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, and yeah. She, I made some. We were talking about flowers, and I was just. She was so into you know smelling these flowers, and I was just uh, this was like a ride or something. Yeah, it's like we're probably going through lads, smelling the roses or something. And I I don't know why I don't know the context or why I said this, but I said something like, "Yeah, not really in the flowers." And she goes, "What do you mean you don't like flowers? What's wrong with you?" <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So. Well, you're not alone. I'll probably be in in trouble here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, anyways, I'm getting back to this because I like the taste of of this hibiscus, this blueberry hibiscus. It's pretty amazing. Mm. So, now I'm going to actually try hibiscus tea.
0: Okay. Because
1: that was always the the thing that kept me from trying that.
0: I'm going to grab one of those for myself next week. I've been curious. Beermongers has been killing it in the kombucha. Like, they don't have. A lot of kombucha, but the kombucha they have is always very fascinating. Yes, I the, like it uh, that. Way.
1: What was it? The Assam mm-hmm. kombucha that they used to that they I don't know if they still carry it. Will be there but, again, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, it's that was kind of very cool.
0: It's like the magical. Um, I don't know if like Willy Wonka had a kombucha box and you just reach in and there's a different kombucha each week. <laughs> each week, <laughs> that's yeah. kind of the monger's yeah. kombucha shelf.
1: Well, what I liked about that one was that was. So much more subtle than any other kombucha I've ever had, mm-hmm.
0: like a soft slap on the face.
1: Yes, exactly. As opposed to the like punch in the face that exactly. I enjoy from time to time, but every now and then mm-hmm. you just kind of want to chill with a slap in the face
0: when you're when you're feeling less than lion-hearted. <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> when I
0: only or feel like than. medium hard. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um so thanks to the beer mongers on southeast division yes. and 12 for beverages as always Dude. and also thanks to our listeners for your support each week beer mongers
2: i just wanted to say it i always you know i always listen to the podcast and and i hear the hear the beer mongers segment and oh yeah and it just yeah it's like it's weird because it's like one of my favorite parts, okay <laughs> for, no, really? for no good reason <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like oh they are gonna talk about beer now you, just like the way you do it is just so like oh like, wow, thanks, like, like obvious, you know, but like in an honest way, and it's just I don't <laughs> right, it's just become it it at this point it's just become fun yeah I don't know. good, so. I'm glad you're welcome
0: <laughs> take you're take take a take a swing at it <laughs>
2: you're you're good. <laughs> That's it. I just wanted to say (laughs) (laughs) that. That works. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you for that feedback.
0: (laughs) I'm glad to hear.
1: Um, Another thing you found yourself involved in was the bike farm, is the bike farm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I have much respect for them. Uh, Great. But tell us about your experience at the bike farm.
2: Yeah, I'm a big fan of them too. Um, I've always been mechanically minded. But I didn't know how to fix bikes, you know. Oh yeah. And I also am like frugal, and I enjoy the DIY uh, culture.
1: This is this is, this would be a good fit for the bike farm, then. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All those things <laughs> you're checking off all the boxes. That's
2: exactly what they're there for. Yeah. So you know, I had like a cheap. Uh, my first, my second bike I, I bought here for, was like a hundred dollars, and then you know, anything I had to do to it because it was an old '80s road bike. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I had to take it for for a lot of stuff, you know, brakes, shifting, all kinds of stuff. And then I ended up uh, converting it to a single speed and putting drop bars on it. I mean, flat bars on it. And I did this all at uh, Bike Farm. And then I I volunteered a little bit there. I haven't had a lot of time to do it lately because I've been doing more of the shift stuff and all that. But um, it's a really cool place to be and uh, volunteer for or just go hang out and, you know, become a member of. I'm actually a lifetime member now.
1: Whoa. How does one achieve that?
2: You just pay up front. (laughs)
1: It's (laughs) a really good deal. It pays itself in like three years. I'm sure. It's it's
2: great. I believe in this. But you get a cool card that says, uh lifetime member. Shoot, I'm gonna have
1: to go do that now. Yeah, lifetime yeah. I've and always just can... paid as I go. Like, oh I need stand oh, like time. Monthly or whatever. No, just like each time I needed to to do or, something to my bike, I just paid for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: it's 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 so it's it's you save so much money just going up a little bit. Right, right. Like their annual membership is sixty bucks. And so that's Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: so that, uh what is that, twenty four Am I reading that am I divided no. It's sorry, that's it twelve. 12? That's twelve, 12 sessions. Hours. Yeah, that's twelve hours.
2: Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so much it makes so much sense. Yeah. There
1: was one time back when um bike craft was happening there. Mm-hmm. This is a total confession of my stupidity, but also how much I, I love supporting bike farm and, and things like that. Um so back when bike craft was happening there and Pretty much all of the um, vendors were cash only, and I didn't have cash, and so I convinced the person running the show there, I won't say their name, but they were someone who like had authority Bob. to make these calls. Sure. <laughs> um, anyways, I was like, okay, can I buy something, and then you charge me way more and give me cash back? And they're like, Yeah, okay. Wow. And but in the meantime I was like, Well, I gotta make it I gotta make it worthwhile. So I ended up buying like a hundred dollars in cable. Wow. <laughs> and then and then on top of that cable. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I gotta make it worth your while mm-hmm. too, you know.
0: Yeah. Consumables. Yeah.
2: Should last you for a while.
1: It did.
0: It
2: did.
1: <laughs> it's one of those things this is also why I don't buy in bulk, is like you get a lot of stuff and so then you're like, Well, you know, I'll, I'll watch every copy of Time Cop five <laughs> times instead of just watching the one copy of Time Cop. Oh,
0: like spread out your wear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice.
1: But also, you consume
3: more.
0: <laughs>
1: I'll have three boxes of mac and cheese since there's nine sitting in the cupboard.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. I let's see. That makes sense. Anyway.
1: uh, <laughs> Anyway, so uh, Bike Farm, Bike Mechanics, is that something so then you just sort of learned as you went or
2: yeah, I used to be um, somewhat sufficient at fixing a, a, a car and so that, you know, cars are much harder to work on, which is another reason not to work on them. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. And yeah, bikes are so accessible in terms of doing your own work. Um, learn a couple of things and then you're set. And I've, I guess I've always had a, you know, been inclined for that. I'm, I do uh you know web development so it's kind of like engineering in itself creating something yeah so uh yeah i I would say i have a you know it comes more naturally to me just because my background but so yeah i picked it up and the guys the volunteers teach you uh how to how to do your own work so that's yeah right on it's been great and now I actually volunteer. I'm, I'll be at Sunday Parkways this Sunday with Bike Farm Fixing Bikes. Oh, snap. Nice.
1: That is this weekend, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, mm-hmm. the last one. This is the last one.
2: Yeah.
0: Wow. That re- so I was talking to somebody earlier today, and they're like, yes, yeah, summer really just like snuck up on me and then was gone. Yeah. Yep. Uh, last Sunday Parkways. Holy moly. Yep. Get out there, everybody. Well, I know what I'm doing on Sunday. You're in the Portland
2: area.
1: <laughs> Get out there. It's the last one. Mm-hmm. Rain or shine. Yeah. Probably rain. You know, but maybe shine, but probably yeah. rain. <laughs> I, there was
0: a good NWS uh, weather announcement that said it's going to be a bit mild over the next couple of days. Yeah, so we'll see. We might mild. get that crispy autumn after all. What is mild? What mild rain? Mild would mm-hmm. be, I think, clouds, a soft but not, uh, not yeah, not pouring. Okay. I guess huh. okay. like not hot, but not cold. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll have to ask the NWS. But uh, <laughs> well, Sunday Parkways reminds me. Yeah, that we've got a couple of other things that are we also got, coming. We up. got a
1: calendar to get to.
0: That we do. All right, Logan. Well, you
1: want to hang out with our calendar and mail and news and uh, yeah, calendar do that. and mail yeah. and news
2: and headlines oh, and, and headlines. I forgot to mention. Um, some of those statistics that I really oh, want to shit. throw oh, out yeah. there. Further. Yes. Let's I know it's that. sort of, sort of last minute. That's all good. Uh, no, no, going no, no, circling no, no. Back yeah, here, but, bring yeah. it. Um, so Atlanta is, is very sprawly place that doesn't have a lot of, um, uh, organized, um, regional planning. And if, if you look at, so like you think of Atlanta as a, a relatively big city and Portland as a smaller, it's a, a middle sized city maybe or somewhere yeah. or on the verge of being like a little bigger but, but not quite, not in the same ballpark as, like, Chicago, New York, L.A. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look at the, the population statistics and compare a place like Atlanta and Portland, it's a very big difference. Yeah. And part of that's because of the urban uh, growth boundary uh, that reduces sprawl. Uh, but either way, uh, why it is the way it is, I don't know. Uh, but so... Um, Atlanta, for example, has around, they're getting up to about 7 million in the metro area. Um, but in the city of Atlanta, the actual city limits, it's only, it's less than 500,000 people. Hmm. So proportionally, it's about the same.
0: Yeah.
1: I've always thought of it so much bigger than that.
2: That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a car city. I mean, it's, it's, there's so many suburbs and it's so much sprawl and, uh, the the companies have moved out of the core too. So if you like change jobs with with the job that's on the other side of the the area, you have to drive so much more. I mean, at one point I had an hour commute both ways. Oh, mm-hmm. and it was just awful. Yeah. So um, Portland, in contrast, um, has I think the metro area is about two point five million, maybe, in the getting, entire maybe, metro maybe, maybe about area. three million. Getting up there, you know, we, it's been a while since the census has been done, so we're mm-hmm. still. It's estimating. And the city itself of Portland has uh, going on, if I get the number right, I think it's 600,000 compared to Atlanta's 450,000. So it's more people in this city. That is so surprising. Mm. And uh, the land, the the square miles, is exactly the same.
1: Hmm. For the urban
2: growth boundary? for for the portland city gotcha the the land not excluding um waterways because okay. we have a lot of those but the, it's like 33 square mi- uh miles or something like that huh. that no, it's, that's wow. that's a bigger number than that but yeah, yeah. but it, I forget what it is it's exactly the same so it's just kind of an interesting thing that the, the city of portland like, is bigger than more denser uh-huh. than right. Atlanta.
1: and then to see like how both of those developed in contrast to mm-hmm. each other or it's, not in contrast to each other, but just as a contrast of each other.
0: It's like a Charles Dickens novel, a tale of two cities. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> and I think the trolleys had something to do with that. I yeah. think the trolley companies laying out all that track and selling all that land in the early, what, 1900s, because that was the thing to do. I think because of because the east part of of Portland grew in that time period, yep. a lot I think that that is what we have to be thankful for now for having this great Yeah. Grid.
1: People who curse the um, narrow streets in the east side, northeast, and a little bit of the southeast, but especially in the, the older northeast neighborhoods, thank the streetcar or the, the trolley companies. Mm. So those were never meant for cars. I'll say that again. Those streets were never meant for cars. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you know what that reminds me of is when I took the city transit class and um, There was a resident up in northeast Portland who had originally... So in the transit class, each student does a project, and the goal of it is to allow the project to interact with different facets of um, the city and uh, municipal government to create change in a transportation uh, fashion. So one person had started with wanting to um, make their street wider, and and be able to like have less risk of injury on her street because she was frustrated with how quickly people were driving down and uh i'll never forget it It was one of the most like awesome just kind of like realizations that i've seen somebody make in like transition to going into her research she was like well i was originally trying to do this but then i looked into it and actually small streets are better and i'm thankful that my street is this narrow because it's actually slowing down traffic yes and now I'm pushing for it to be even smaller and for us to get like <laughs> this type of stuff. So she, somebody, you know, coming from that, that very non, like from that very outside perspective and then like kind of following that rabbit down the hole and, and coming up to the the conclusion that's uh, similar is, you know, if you make it narrower, it'll actually be a bit safer and yeah. Uh, yeah. and people will drive slower. So that's just what that reminded me of is um, thanks to the streetcars and thank you narrow streets for appearing odd at first, but safer overall.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I tend to have a uh, kind of a complicated relationships with the the narrower streets. Oh, yeah. Me and a FedEx truck today had a very complicated relationship. As a bus driver. (laughs) Oh, yeah, totally. Um, That makes sense. But but I will say, in an ideal world, I wouldn't have to drive down those streets, or I would rarely have to drive down those streets, much less with cars parked on both sides of the roads, Mm -hmm. Mm because, again, I'll say it. The well, streets never meant for cars. It's you could meant for walking up and down to the next streetcar
0: station. If you um are in that position again, I feel like you should have a jingle that is like I'm a streetcar, I'm a streetcar. And then you can just <laughs> play it when you're on the street so that you like Sort of slide into this uh, like zone of being like, well, I've got to drive my bus on it, but I'm going to pretend that I'm a streetcar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Somehow, okay. I feel like that would make it more tolerable. <laughs> it has nothing to do with reality. But <laughs> <laughs> so, if you have a streetcar
2: song, email I, me. I'll <laughs> figure it out. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: so you should be operating uh, a streetcar, is mm-hmm. what you're saying?
1: I, yeah, yeah. Like that, or would be, there would be less. There would hmm. How would I say this? Because I drive specifically like specialty transit, um, oh, right. special needs. Um, so there's always going to be a need. And but. There would probably be less uh, crowd. Mm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. those streets never
0: meant for cars. Yeah. Street cars for life. I
1: gotta get people writing, and actually, those streets were supposed to be driven on, but not, you know. Anyways,
3: but yeah. by very would, small welcome, cars. Yeah,
1: but I I welcome those letters. Yeah, I would love to read them. Indeed, I love to read any letters. Send them to the Sprocket Podcast at Gmail dot com.
0: Call or text 503-847-9774.
1: <laughs> what haven't we got yet, Logan? What haven't we got to?
2: That's 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 a good amount. Yeah. All
0: right, cool. Thank you so much for joining tonight. Yeah, absolutely. It's a pleasure to catch up with you, especially in lieu of running into you earlier this week. It was nice to look forward to yeah, in the four it, days in between,
2: and it uh, made it, it things like that where you just run into people that you're not expecting to see. Yeah, I mean, I mean granted, okay, we're it was Crater Lake. There's a lot of a bike, bike event ish. Yeah, along the way, there's a gas station. You know, people need gas going home. But you know, at the same time, it still is like. Look at that. That's mm-hmm. funny. That's Those are the little things that I love about life sometimes. Trail magic. is that stuff. Yeah. Trail magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I like that. Cool. So well, uh, you. yeah. You as well. And and hope to have you on again.
1: Hey, what's going on in what's the future? What's
0: going on? Oh, oh, it. It. <laughs> that's what's going on.
1: What's going on is editing.
0: I love, I love, I love, I love, I love my calendar. Don't, don't ever use that. The classic
1: acapella. Uh,
0: so sweet. Tim Mooney. Love it. Well, Tim, we know that you weren't able to snag that extra spot at Crater Lake this weekend because you wrote to us. But also,
1: thanks, Ranger Tom, for snagging that extra yeah, spot. Yeah, absolutely. It was great hanging out with you.
0: We're, we're, we have a lot of like thank yous to give and, and kudos and aplomb for, <laughs> for the Crater Lake episode as that drops. Um, but on the calendar... The second Thursday of every month is the Joyful Riders Club in Minneapolis. The
1: first Friday of every month, the San Francisco Bike Party.
0: The second Friday of every month, the Boston Bike Party.
1: Also the second Friday of every month, the Indianapolis Bike Party.
0: Also, also the second Friday of every month, the East Bay Bike Party.
1: The last Friday of every month, the Baltimore Bike Party.
0: And the first Saturday of every month is the Civil Unrest Ride.
1: And every second Sunday here in portland every second sunday of the month is the corvidi bike club ride Cuckoo! 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 that was kind of a that was kind of a soft one but that's all right i
0: liked it uh you may not be in time to go to this but i'm gonna say it anyway because september september 21st this weekend is the intergalactic surly day Yay. In PDX. if you have a surly come say hi
1: that's at Modern Times Belmont from a fermentorium. Also, there may be an intergalactic surly day happening in your area. Go check it out. We got some upcoming film-by-bike tour dates. Missoula, Montana, September 19th through 20th. That's real coming up. Salem, Oregon, September 27th. Bendigo, Australia, October 4th. Grand Rapids, Michigan, October 7th. Coos Bay, Oregon, November 2nd. And Akron, Ohio, Keep it real, Akron. November 3rd.
0: And we don't have any headlines for this week, but we do have a piece of mail. As folks will remember from our last episode, Allison Dennis of Doctor Strange did a little bit of research for us and wrote in, I'm jumping the gun. No, you're not. Oh, good.
1: I just don't have that copy in my...
0: Oh it's all good. In my notes. Well I, I don't do. know why. We had talked about the weird looking balloons on the west why side. Why are they red and the not Tilcom- orange? Well, Alan says so fun fact. The reason that the balloon sculpture by the Orange Line slash bus stop at OHSU on the west end of the Tillamook crossing is not orange to match the orange line is because it wasn't directed by TriMet. It was commissioned by OHSU as part of their life sciences building complex by the tracks. It's meant to resemble molecular structures.
1: Oh!
0: There you have it.
1: So it's by the tracks, but not by trimet. the tracks. Oh, or yeah, trimet. exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, and that I appreciate Allison writing in because that's like five-year mystery solved for me. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Allison. Wow!
1: And that's all we have.
0: That it is. That is it. Yeah. Wow.
1: Well, we've reached the end of all things.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you to our listeners far and near. And also thank you to our Patreon supporters for helping us do the show each week. Your listenership is appreciated. You ready for this? I'm not. Oh, wait. Hold up. I feel oh. like... What? What?
4: What? 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 Oh, oh, my oh, gosh. gosh.
0: Ah. Whew, Throw out my phone. Uh so what? so Just What? style of outro should we do this oh, week oh no any know. any requests should we um we no. did helium voice last week
1: well, helium and tom tom, tom waits
0: yeah turning totally. into something
2: else wow singing tom waits with helium wow okay uh i don't know that's okay. I've, I'm literally yeah. yeah. You want the Good old classic I've got outro. A, I've got
1: an idea actually. <laughs> oh okay. Cause looking at your shirt reminds me of NASA. <laughs> Ooh.
0: I think we I could, might see where you're going. We
1: could do this as as if uh, one of us is is ground control and the other is. Uh, um, Shuttle, I Dude, guess. Major,
2: Major Tom. Major Tom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we're not singing Major Tom. That's not what I mean. Oh, wait. You don't want to do a Bowie outro?
2: Come on. Bowie outro? <laughs> Where's your heart? No, no.
1: All right. I'm, r- I'm too self self-catches for that. For I'm that.
0: down.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how this is going to work out.
0: Well, we're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> The Sprocket Podcast is produced as Stream PDF Community Audio Studio, thanks to the generous support of Open Signal. Oh God.
4: Our website is the Email to the Sprocket at gmail.com.
0: Beep. Call or text to 503 847
4: 9774.
0: The Twitter and the Instagrams at Sprocket Podcast.
4: Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music.
0: Hurtbird for our Headlines Sounder.
4: Boop! Marcus Norvin for Graphic Design.
0: And thanks to our sustaining donors, Shadowfoot, Katharina Mellengard.
4: Boop! Wayne Norman, Eric Iverson.
0: Cameron Lane, Richard Witsinski, Tim Mooney.
4: Boop! Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly, Eric White,
0: Todd Parker, Dan Gebhardt. Who's, who's a, a time
4: traveler? traveler. <laughs> Boop. Chris Smith, Caleb Jenkinson, JP Cooley,
0: Peanut Butter Jar, Matt Marco Lo, Rich Otterstrom,
4: Boop. Andrew Colorado, Drew the Welder, Anna,
0: Andre Johnson, King of Division, Richard G,
4: Guthrie Straw, who's sitting across the table from me, in space, Aaron Green, author of We Were Like Sons and founder of the Regenery,
0: Campsite, Macbeth David, Nathan Pilton.
4: Boop. Roy Ryan Michigan, Michael Flournoy
0: Jeremy Kitchen. David Belay. Tim Coleman.
4: Boop. There you go. EJ Fennard. Brad Well.
0: Thomas Kato. Keith Hutchinson. Ranger Tom.
4: Thanks for coming to the campsite with us. Boop. Joy Ryan Tam, Derek Wagner.
0: <laughs> 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 Jason Skenberg. Microcosm <laughs> Publishing, David Moore. Boop.
4: Todd Groszbeck, Chris Barron. Chris Barron. Chris Barron. Chris Chris Barron.
0: Barron. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> Sean Baird, Simon, Gregory Braithwaite. Boop. Ryan Morrow, Dude Luna,
4: Matthew Rooks. Coco.
0: <laughs> Marshall, Paula Funatake Cyclecraft.
4: Boop. Philip M, Spartan Dale. No relation.
0: <coughs> Mr. T, who never really left. Bike Initiative Kiwana. Sarah G.
4: Adam D, go to the hole. Beth Hammond.
0: And Craig Murphy.
4: <coughs> and all our fellow daughters who helped us get this far.
0: Now brush our teeth. <coughs> and go to bed. <laughs>